episode 155. The gang's all here. Nick's here. Hey, Nick. What's going on? Stop. Justin. Hola. And Jesse. What's going on? What's up, guys? What's new? Nick, what the... You know, let's make a trip down south last last weekend to pick up some domestic household help or something. What's going on? Yeah, I, I, I did. And then, oddly enough, um, it took me about the whole week back to dig myself out from under the bus that you threw me under. <laughs> what are you talking about? What bus are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, I listen. I know how you people work. Oh, you missed it, because I actually had to cut some of it out. Look, I made <laughs> I, I made up, I hit these guys with some, I was so wishing you were here about halfway through the show. Because these two, Justin and Jesse, they have no idea how to play along. When you throw something off the wall at them. <laughs> They're like, what, dude? No, dude, I was what? completely ready to play along. It's just that it <laughs> fell so flat. Because you guys <laughs> yeah, didn't play was along. I, I was dumbstruck. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Well, okay, so how did we throw you under the bus? What are you talking about? We didn't throw you under the bus. Yeah. Um. Nah, I guess maybe not. I, no, hey, that's fine. Oh, the, the flight count thing. Oh, yeah, I wonder how many we're going to talk. How many? Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Minus ten. We, we thought you would have learned and stopped missing, and you would have stopped missing shows. Well, here's the deal. <laughs> We've decided, Nick, that you're the only one that gets docked whenever. Yeah. Well, None you know, I, I feel like if you are going to dock someone, you should probably dock the guy that's in first place. Are you in first place? I feel Nick as is. though there's a strong possibility oh, that Nick geez. is in first place. All right. I well, really. We're Pretty much t- confirm that. We're going to talk about that in just a second, but before we do, I got to. I'm sure you saw it. I think Antonio made it. Did you see that picture? Oh. <laughs> so, yes. I can honestly say that uh, I have never, I've never been in a situation where uh, I there was a picture made with me and another man in a hot tub built in the back of a truck. Together, ever. Doing the cheers with a couple of beers. That was a first, huh? I like it. I thought it was funny as hell, man. Kidding me? It was a first. We should have that made into a shirt. (laughs) And then did you guys see all of the different images that were posted in the comments below it? Oh, yeah. I haven't Mm -hmm. seen it because I only caught it uh, as it was uh, posted earlier tonight and I hadn't had a chance (laughs) to. Dieter. Dieter apparently he transfers his uh, his no filter from the audio to his typing. Oh boy! As well, yeah. I'll have to check that out. Where he finds what he finds, I I don't even want to know. I applaud him for it. I would have found him too. I just didn't have time to respond. 
I see your level of inappropriateness, and I raise and you. I raise it and by I, ten. Yeah, now actually, you guys are making me want to go find it and look at it. <laughs> it's great, it's, dude. It's Dieter. I'll it's have to Dieter. look at it when we're done here. But that that was fantastic. The, the one I saw anyway was pretty cool. I, I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> Anything that happened last week that you would like to uh, take a few moments to, you know, counter? Anything we said that, you know? No. You, you oh, the. Well, are are you just talking about the slams against me personally, yeah, much. or yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, those? <laughs> no, I've le- dude. Come on now, I've so learned to ignore those. We're we're way past that. So, uh, how was your? Well, <laughs> I was gonna say how was your week, but it's uh, well for you, I guess it has been, but it's only been a few days for us. We're recording early because of a fun fly happening this weekend. Yeah. So what the oh, hell you what yeah. the hell you been up to? Dude, I have been in a, a little bit of Nick Heaven. I have let my, oh my God, I want to try everything all at once. Just, I mean, hang out with the wang out. It is way out there right now. And I am loving it and having a blast. So I did, uh, well, I think last we talked was the, was the Contronic discussion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I went there. Oh, finally, someone gets on board. I did. I went there. I picked up a Heli Jive 120. So, and then on top of it, I couldn't stop there. It was like, I got to mix this up a little bit more. Are you ready for this? Yeah, I bought a V bar. <laughs> <laughs> How about that? Huh. So, what I've, the, the, the purpose of all of this, I'm in answer mode. Like, I want some hard answers right now. And I've, I'm at that point where I don't have that much interest, like, fleet-wise. You know, uh, about switching up the fleet or anything. I, I would still like to add something smaller. But, uh, you know, the two E700s and the Blade 700X, they've been just very reliable for me. But I am in one of those, like, I want answers on... Flight performance and governor, and I finally said, screw it. I'm going to take enough of a plunge to get the answers that I want out of it. So on one E700, I have the Vortex, Spartan Vortex, and a Contronic. So what that gives is that gives me the opportunity to tune the Vortex for what it is, like really find out any of the negative symptoms. And I found some. Um actually just found out about another update to fix one of them, so that's cool. Uh, get that one figured out. On the other E700, I've got the V-Bar with uh, Castle 120 on there so that I can really give like a, a, a comparison on the V-Bar governor with a Castle. Nice. And then on the 700X, I have the Brain and the Scorpion ESC, uh, running on the brain governor. Uh, reason for that is with the whole, you know, them working on the update thing. I don't, I still want to have that ability to go try that because there were some aspects of that fly barless system that I just, I absolutely love. And I feel like if they can, you know, do a little governor work on it, then it, it, it'll be right back there in contention. So rather than keep switching and going all this and then back over to all that and back that screw it i'll just do one of everything 
<laughs> so so but hold on dude what's your end game here I don't know. I, I want to know what the big picture is. My end game is to, uh, it's here, just to fuck around and have fun. I mean, that's what I do. This is how it's going to happen. I want to hear your explanation of what the big picture is, and then I want to hear Dan's opinion of this whole thing. Because <laughs> okay. if you listened to last week's show, Dan had a pretty strong comment about just this. <laughs> Go ahead. Nick's like, wait a minute. I no, must not have got that far He's yet. like, hold on, I didn't get that far. No, 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 I know. Your comment was related to you'll follow Justin because at his pace you can keep up with and mine you can't. <laughs> right? And well, that dude. I could. No, fair. I'm not sure it was that uh, directed Benign. towards bashing me, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like that version of it better. Um, My end game, I, I want I want to solve... How about this? Two questions. I want to find out what I feel flies the best for me. I thought he was going to say he wanted to solve world hunger. No, not really worried <laughs> about that because I'm I'm a big believer in population control. So. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> um, I want to find out what I believe is the quote unquote flies the best. And then I, what I want to find out what flies the best for the dollar. How about that? Mm-hmm. Yep. That that's my end game is to find those two and find out how far apart those are from each other. If it's tolerable or if it's not tolerable. Hmm. So what are your first impressions? Uh so I wiped everything from scratch and you know I've got some I have some flights on the Spartan, but I was actually fighting with what I now found out uh, was the Scorpion Gov a bit. So that was kind of one of those, like, I feel like I have flights on it, but I kind of don't, if that makes sense. V-Bar, you know, I bounced back to it twice within the last year, but both of the times for very short amount of flights. Um, and while I feel mildly comfortable flying V-Bar, uh, the tail is always one of those, you know, I, I feel like the each time is the first time with tuning the tail on a V-bar because <laughs> all helis are just so different. Uh, so first impression, Contronic is uh, obviously it's awesome. You know, it's just it's awesome. Their smoothness, the way that they deliver the power is fantastic. Um, it's a lot. It's easier to set up than I remember it last time. Instructions still suck just as bad as they did the first couple times I set one up. But with a little bit of research, it's not that big of a deal. Uh, Cyclic on the Spartan is great. I think it's very tunable. I feel there's plenty of parameters there to tune it. No real negative symptoms. I did have some negative tail symptoms. Uh, Pyro inconsistency. uh, Just overall not like wowed by it by any means actually flyable but not wowed uh come to find out uh angelos just they just did an update for and i mean within the last cup three days i want to say four days uh that they didn't publish there's an update for the data pod to go into the tail and there there is actually a parameter called uh what was it called like uh, pyro consistency or something. It's basically the eye gain on the tail. 
that now you can update that. And I got my data pod uh, yesterday. Thanks again, all the guys at Rotary Wing, for getting that out to me quickly, uh, Joe and Kyle. But So I have to go back and tune that because that's, I guess they had implemented that when they did the, what was it, the DS-760 way back in the day, or the Cork, or one of those. Uh, they had added that feature in, but he forgot to add it in with the Vortex. So five flights on that one. Impression is governor works great. Um, fly barless system, I feel it has potential, but I, I'm just kind of, I need to get more flights on it. I've put three flights on the V-bar castle combo, and God, this is, it's painful for me to say. Painful. But it's freaking awesome. Nice. I mean, very impressive. The the, the, the governor or the V-bar? Well, or I guess the, both. <laughs> so the cyclic on the V-bar is very dead by nature, uh, kind of di- dead feeling to me. I kind of cheated because I knew right where to go. I did one flight with it all at, you know, somewhat stock and went, yeah, okay, we're right where I thought I was. So the next flight, it was all the way down to Vivid and threw about, bumped it up to about 35 on the paddle sim. And now we're, now we're, now I'm feeling a little more lively with it. I got to tell you, there is something, well, I, I shouldn't say something. Pyro consistency in veer in V bar, and you I'll go on record to say this cannot be topped. As of right now, there is no fly barless system out there that I've ever flown that can even compete with the pyro consistency on V bar tail. You can go right out there and start throwing pyros in both directions through any maneuver, any collective cyclic pyro flip right into huge, you know, almost full collective parallel loops to reversing it to this and that, and it's just consistent. Um, you know, you On have, default settings or after it's tuned? No. Because right, there's right. a big difference. Well, th- no, okay. There's a difference between how it stops and how it starts. That's where I've always struggled with V-Bar was getting the, you know, getting it to... Um, uh, be symptomless, how do I say, under load or when you start and stop it or it might blow out. But when you're pirouetting and doing a maneuver where you're not requiring the tail to to hold, so to say, in one spot, it has just got, even, even if the rest of it's not flying that good, the pyro consistency and the rate at which it pirouettes has always been just crazy impressive. Now, I've had helicopters on the V-Bar that have been a nightmare to tune, like default settings. The 700X was a great example. Put it all at default, straight punch out, blow out torque tube gears. Oh, that was awesome. <laughs> um, I was very prepared for that because of the tail ratio on the E700. So it was like, all right, I started a little lower than than the recommended 700 setting. And I did one punch out and just about buried the dial on my 8FG going down. I was like, yeah, I, I know what you're doing here. Um, so I did have to come down quite a bit on the gain. But once I got it to where it wasn't crazy, which was in that first flight, flying it, it, man, it just, 
it was very close right off the bat. I threw on the optimizer, which again, there's another thing. Are the optimizers needed? No. Do they make tuning the head <laughs> and the tail that much quicker? Yeah, absolutely they do. They get you really close. I mean, really close. Uh, I started out with 25 on the gov gain. Could tell that it was sagging a bit. But the big thing I noticed was that when I started hammering on it, uh, the tail wasn't budging that much. Inch to two inches tops. I mean, right off the get-go. Uh, second flight, I bumped it up to 30, and I could see a little more aggressiveness on the tail. Like, you could tell now the governor's working. I mean, it's really working. It might be a little bit too aggressive, and that's kind of the end. I believe that I can get the tail tune to fly how I want. I believe that I can get the governor to hold, which, by the way, B-Bar governor, on default Contronic settings, which, like we've talked you can get the uh, the prog disc for it, and you can change the settings in it. On default settings, the V-Bar Governor does hold better than a Contronic. No question. I mean, it, it does. On the top and on the bottom. But I, that's, all, that, that's all well and good as long as it doesn't do anything to the tail. Right now, it's not doing anything too bad. I just want, I'm cu- really curious to see... Can I get it to where it doesn't affect the tail at all? Which the Contronic does not affect the tail. In a world where 22 degrees of pitch just doesn't cut it. One tool. All setups. All sizes. All brands. Soko Heli Tools. A unique setup methodology. Soko Heli Tools coming to a web page near you at www.soko-heli-tools.com. Set up different and Soko your heli. Well, and it also comes down to a feel thing, too, dude. I mean, when you say the Contronic Governor doesn't hold as well as the V-Bar, you mean numbers-wise, about the set point, there's less variation on the V-Bar. Yeah, on but paper, that doesn't it's not necessarily gonna... mean that it's going to feel better for someone. No. Oh, oh, I don't think... I think if you were to, like, make the helicopter silent, I wouldn't be able to tell the difference in the way they fly because they both hold in that quote unquote good enough range. Like the castle, you know, my experience with the scorpion has been, yeah, you can tell like this thing. I got to run a higher head speed because when it loads, it drops that low to where it actually affects it. Or at the end of the flight, it's not holding like it was at the beginning. So no, the contra and maybe that's the secret is that it does give in just a hair, just that perfect amount to smooth out the power delivery to where it doesn't affect the tail, and then it is holding good enough to make it to where it flies great. You know, yep. that, that, that's the difference between in-flight and the numbers game on paper. I don't care which one wins on paper, and I've heard that. You know, Mr. Mel has said that, oh, the YGE, the, the V-Bar governor, it can hold within plus or minus 10 RPM in the hardest maneuvers. Well, that's great. 
And I think that's awesome. It sounds really cool when you just hammer and this and that and it doesn't do anything. It sounds exactly the same. But if that jolt, if I can see that jolt in the tail and I can't tune that jolt out, then that's not what I want, what I believe is going to fly the quote-unquote best. I'd rather have something that's a little softer. So that's where I'm kind of at with it. Only, yeah, like five on one, I think three or four on the other. When this weekend, now that I've got the data pod, I'm I'm really excited to get back in and tune the Spartan more. Mm. Hmm. <laughs> he hasn't done the uh, the Contronic with the V bar combo. When he does, he won't yeah, go back. Then then he'll well, be like, "All right, order to, me up some more." Yeah, <laughs> yeah you know, and that's gonna be a. You know, that's going to be a, man, that's going to be a very difficult plunge for me to take mentally. And and I, my gut says that's where it's going to go. I mean, my gut says if I want, if I were to just say, what's the best combo, it's probably going to be a V-bar and a Contronic. I think I kind of know that already. But, you know, that's that whole how far away is... I can, yeah, man, you can buy a lot of, you know, two castles for every one Contronic, sometimes even three. So that's kind of hard, you know, and regardless of how V-Bar flies, I still think the actual hardware is absolute crap. I can't stand it. The whole Mini V is a, is a joke and that, that you got to go to a full size to get everything is a joke. They're they're so far behind in the actual unit, it's not even funny. But then counter that with I can't keep helping but looking out of the corner of my eye at that V control radio going, Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> like Oh man. I felt it and it feels great in person, and then I'm thinking, how freaking how fast could I tune a helicopter with that radio and a Contronic on there? I mean, I, I probably, and that's that mental barrier that's going to be hard for me to get over is I almost kind of have to commit to, if I went that route, that I'm not going to be tuning for playing anymore. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say is, dude, you if you pull the trigger on the V-bar control radio, you are committing to no longer being hopelessly impulsive about hardware swaps. Well, and maybe, okay, so how about this? Maybe it just turns out to where I have one or two helis that that's, you know, maybe the two E700s, Stay with V-bars and Contronics on them. Those are my flight helis. Those are the ones that I put the flights in. And I use the 700X. Shit, maybe I go get another E700 or whatever for playing around um, because I do like to do that. You know? So you're I saying mean, two two transmitters then? Yeah. 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 You're really going to screw with Dan on this one. <laughs> Yeah, I, uh, listen to him. He hasn't said something I, in like so five now, minutes. He doesn't know what the hell yeah. to do. I can, I can tell you exactly what I think. Um, you can take a dime and you can shave just enough material off it to get 9.98 cents. But at the end of the day, you still have a dime. 
(laughs) (laughs) I, you know what, Dan, you win. I like that. That was a good analogy. I just can't keep up with that shit. And I just like, oh my God, I just want my, I just want my icon to fly good. I know. You you want your peanut butter jelly sandwich for lunch that <laughs> so you had the same damn That's peanut right. butter jelly sandwich. I'm not a peanut butter jelly sandwich guy. <laughs> Ramen noodles for dinner. You know, if it wasn't so... If it wasn't so completely overwhelming to do it with airframes and electronics, I would probably do that. But, you know, last year was like the airframe year where I did it with the airframes. And I can tell you that that wasn't fun. I did not. Uh-uh. I'm, I'm perfectly okay with being simple and having simple helis that just work for me. And I feel like I'm happy there. But now it's time to kind of have some fun and hang it back out with the dude. But someone's got to. I get it. I do. I get it. And and it's. I'm glad. Look, in any walk of life, there's somebody that does that, and that's good because it's not going to be me. Justin, I don't want to hear no shit from you because last week at the beginning of the week, (laughs) this was a two week, two to three week span where he was sitting on like what eight different motors. For three helicopters, and it's like, okay, well, I could run the 4526 and this, but then if I went 14S on this, then I'm going to have to run this, and now is the pinion tooth count going to be? It was the same damn thing, but it was with motors last week. No, no, no. Let's, there, there's an important distinction here. At the end of the day, I make the decision, and I stick with it. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, wait a minute. Wait, just, okay. Hold on. Let's let's play rewind. Who has owned more different helicopters this year? Me? Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. yeah, you big time. Yeah, but but it, the the trajectory's different. I've purchased the new helicopters for a specific reason, which is speed. For I'm, this I'm not, month? No, not for this <laughs> month. I don't know. I think he's. I think he's. No, he I might know. be all in. Not, I'm just not for this. I'm beating month. the fact man with facts. That's what I'm trying to do right now. Whether I agree with him or not, that's beside the point. I need to beat him with something. So I'll beat him with his own data. Dude, I think it's fantastic that you're tweaking out on all of these polyparlous units. I mean, our listeners are going to love that. There are people out there that are kill for that information. I'm just not interested. <laughs> You're not interested in doing it or not interested in the information? I, I'm interested in the final draft. How does yeah, that sound? There's there never going to be a final draft. I know. Draft, that's why I'm switching to a heli command, a Bavarian demon. You are? Well, Justin's got a final draft. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Yes, sir. I'm sure they're great if you go fast. No. No. Or if you give them a chance, which again was my comment about the V-bar tail. Maybe on defaults, it's the most consistent pyro pyro feeling or pyro rate that you can get, but default is not everything. Actually, actually, uh, to 
kind of backtrack a little bit. I mean, I, I'm not against it. I, tr I did fly Bavarian Demon, didn't have any problems with it. But the encouraging news that we all heard um, with the new employee there, the new coder, as it were, I'm not sure what his job title is, at Icon, uh, you know, I'm happy with how they're flying now. And it's... Dude, it's... It still flies great. I couldn't believe it when I turned the governor off. It seriously felt like a whole new unit. And that was even more of a shocker. I was like, whoa, wow. Uh, okay, kind of have to rethink the way that I did the things. Because I just always ran it like that. And it, it had some unusual symptoms. But I know they are, man, they, dude, they are hot on it now. Yeah, well, I mean, I, that's good. I can't, behind the scenes, the whole team is cranking they're cranking they got out their notepads and they're cranking so i think that is awesome absolutely awesome well here's my prediction nonetheless you're gonna stick with contronic because deep <laughs> down you know that like the e700 for you personally contronic is as good as it gets and then you can mess with whatever fly barless system you want to. That's perfectly fine. You know what? You can even use your Contronic to do some ex or external governor testing. But you're always going to come back to the Contronic. Yeah. I and another year from now, you'll be able to justify the expenditure of money that represents a typical Contronic purchase without a problem. Oh, I'm, I didn't even... I know it sounds... Now, I bought this one used. Yeah, well, that, that takes the edge off a little but bit. But I didn't flinch at it. I mean, I knew it had to happen, and I went for it right off the bat. So I I feel as though I could end up with... um, I could end up with a couple V-bars on the E700s and a couple Contronics on mm -hmm. there. Got the Maxwell yep. motors in them. You know, receiver packs. Simple, reliable, consistent... And uh, you know, if I if I want to take one of them and and try a different speed controller or try external gov on V bar, then I can. But I I feel like those two are very slowly finding their permanent home as far as what they've got. The you know the the airframes aren't changing. Okay, now I'm starting to lean more toward, like, I've picked my motors for them that I just like. I really like those. I feel as though they're they're slowly going into the place of where they're going to stay. And may, may, I seriously might get another one and just have that be the play one that I don't give a crap about, you know. Or maybe it's a different heli. Maybe it's just keep the blade and play with that one because it'll fit anything or whatever. I don't know. Okay, time's up. <laughs> you asked yeah. Jesse what do you want to man you going to buy a Contronic or what's the deal when are you going to get Dan, I already ha I already have a Contronic oh do you really yeah, you didn't there's, buy there's it, no though. need I have I didn't buy it did I no <laughs> and that's what it's worlds. like yeah he got his for free <laughs> you know that's the other bullshit thing that I'm going to bring up is he's always like oh yeah dude I wouldn't run anything. I just couldn't get away. Oh, I yeah, wouldn't that, run anything. It's like too. you didn't even yeah. buy the damn thing. So I would though. I would. I would buy one. Brand would new. you really though, I, honestly, I, Jesse? Like I, if yours died tomorrow, would you go out and spend five hundred and seventy bucks to get a new one? I pro well, I would get a I would get a used one, Justin. You know me better than that. <laughs> okay, fair, but but the point is yeah, you yes, would go I, back and get another contronic. 
I would go get another Contronic, definitely. Um, yeah, just based on the consistency and the fact that from the progression I've made in the last couple of years, I still, you know, there's no more performance, I guess, out of the governor that I demand, or I can't pick apart the governor to the point where it's like, wow, I need to go try something different. So, yeah, so you yeah. haven't even you're next, buddy. No, I have. I haven't even. I don't. I've, I don't have a pro, prog disc. I have not tuned it. It is still just the. Was it mode four? I believe. That's all. Just turn yeah, that Dan, on. You're gonna get one, and you're gonna love it long time. I'll tell you what. When I can outfly my castle, I'll buy one. How's that sound? Yeah, but that's, you know what, that's dude? Fair. That is okay. fair. You know what, though? I mean, I can already tell you that it's it is so close. Uh, you know, with the V bar with the V-Bar Castle combo that for a lot of flying, that's going to be perfectly acceptable. And if, God damn, Icon nails this update, they're right back in the game. I mean, Spartan's going to be working on the EGov. I I feel like for 70, 80, 90% of the pilots, they're just not going to need the Contronic or want the Contronic. Yeah. We'll see that. Everything else will be okay. Yeah, you really got to remember what Nick's saying when he says it had a negative effect. The tail was kicking one inch on a hard collective <laughs> yeah, for yeah. garbage. Well, and garbage, that's right, it Jesse. <laughs> you got to put it you into gotta perspective. You got to put that into perspective because his, you know, oh, I'm chasing tail troubles is a one inch kick on a hard collective cyclic maneuver, yeah, you know, something like that. Exactly. This is what tuners do. We make, we make How, mountains out of molehills. <laughs> I'm willing to bet. 50 to 70% of all pilots would not even see that happen, that kick. Yeah. And they would be, oh, it flies, it flies great. Well, They're not even going to be that critical or look into it that much. Have you ever, you know, watched a, uh, watch a Ben Stork video, watch an Allen video, watch a Jamie Robertson, or Nick Maxwell for that, all those guys flying on the Castle Gov, right? They, mm-hmm. they know what maneuvers they can do, what they can't. They fly right through it. You never even notice all of the shitacular tendencies that everyone knows are there. Yep. So, so Jesse, what have you been up to this week? Dan, uh, the this week or the last couple of days? Well, yeah, well, we'll go with the last well, couple of days. Uh, you know, if if you feel like that's what you got to do. Yeah. Not not a whole lot. I got to say. Um, <laughs> It's definitely the the confidence as we checked in last week. The confidence to hit in that what was it five fifty? Getting lower in five by the end of September, I, I believe. Yeah. Which now gives me um, one days. more weekend. Yeah, eight days. Thank thank you, Dan. That's helping a lot. <laughs> um, <laughs> eight days to get was it's about eighty more. I, so I'm still at four hundred and sixty eight, I believe. Dude, that's so. What dude, you say? You what you're saying time. here? You got a no fly. I did get a no fly. I'm taking the card. I mean, for this, let, we'll be fair. For, for this the last portion th- of the week. Yeah. Yep. Yep. You didn't fly I, last weekend? I did not fly last weekend. <laughs> what were you doing? Like uh, homework or something, dude? Doing some homework, and I actually had some friends um, yeah, right. from back home you come visit. Any, you don't have any friends. Come on. I do have, Dan, I do have friends. I went, went to a, a, a college football game. Sold out stadium, so that was fun, you know. But yeah, no, no flying. Huh. But what did show up at my door this week is a new BK tail servo for the 7HV. 
the new brushless one, the BLS 8005 HV tail servo. So excited that, uh, you know, after, after the, after, uh, flying those cyclics and the seven HV on the, the review set went and got myself a tail servo. So I'm getting that all installed and wired in. Hopefully it just showed up today. So hopefully I will be able to get that all installed before I go to Othello. I definitely do not want to be working on any helicopters when I show up to Othello. I want everything to be ready to go. But I would imagine there will be a little bit of retuning on the tail um, once I get there. So imagine just a couple flights, tune the V-bar up. Nothing much to it, but I got to say in the in the last four days, Dan, that, that's about all I've been up to. <laughs> not not so, definitely not 25 minutes of content there. I mean, one, you know, one tail servo showed up. So what's your uh, what's your flight count at there, big boy? Did you not hear like the minute ago? He wasn't just, focused on anything else. I want to hear it again. Yeah. Oh, uh, 468. Hmm. So, Nick, you didn't tell us yours. I have. And this is actually, I thought it was a little farther ahead than I am, which it makes me giggle even more. I swear to God, I have 469. Nice. Oh, <laughs> In the lead, oh, once See, again. I thought you had more more of a lead than that. Hey, you know, doesn't matter how far in first place. That's you are. okay. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> fine. You know that that actually, that, I'm fine with that right now because my my flying, the, the uh, when I can fly really comes in spurts, yeah. up and down, up and down. So you know, this is one of those downtimes. Couple lots and lots of projects at school. So it, you know, is what Who's it is. Who's going to have now. more flights by the end of Othello? Jesse will. I think. Ah, dude, you're getting there Thursday though. Yeah, but my family's coming, and that's a, that's an awesome thing for the record. I'm totally pumped about that. But um, you know, you just you never get as much flying in, which is okay. But it's it's just mm-hmm. a fact of the trade. Which oh, we're gonna try, oh, dude. I forgot. Okay, sorry, Dan. I know mm-hmm. I'm just jacking up your whole schedule. Mm-hmm. We attempted something epic on Sunday, and it didn't work. Ah. <sighs> We we tried to pull my kid's tooth out with a helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> did you video what you, what you, awesome. did you video it? Yeah, but it it really just wasn't working. Um, we just we twisted. He, we saw that video. Right. He saw that video with the model rocket. It was like, oh, I got this, Dad. Can you do this? <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, of course. <laughs> Uh, the problem was, you know, he's just a little guy. His teeth are so little, we couldn't get the floss to stay on his tooth tight. <laughs> so we gave it one go, and it slipped off. But the good part is, it did get a little tug on there, and now it's loose enough to where you can actually get underneath the tooth in the back. Ah, there you go. So you're going to give it another but whirl. He wasn't like, dude, he manned up. He manned up big time. He was standing out there, you know, at the flying field, on the flight line, <laughs> all kind of puffed up, like... Eyes let's, closed. He's, uh, he's got that, like, let's do this shit. Let's like, do let's this. do it. But you can tell he's scared to death. Like, <laughs> he was totally scared, but he was <laughs> he was manning up. And so when it didn't work, I think it blew a little wind out of his sails. Because <laughs> now, now it hurt, right? Because it didn't work, so now it's a little bit more sore, and now there's doubt. Like there's yeah. doubt that this will work. Yeah. So 
he kind of got, you know, like, yeah. he got a little bit teary-eyed. Yeah. And he was like, uh, I just, I don't think I want to, but I really want to. And so, you know, we were talking him up. Ah, oh, it's all right. But uh, we have decided that if it's his tooth is still in there at Othello, now that we can get under it and behind it, oh, we're going for it. <laughs> at Othello. Nice. We'll videotape it. Nice. He's a trooper. He's a stud. <laughs> so carry on, please. No, I was just saying that you you have a whole extra day at Othello than I do. That Yeah? And that We'll that, see. Very well. Is Kayla coming? I don't believe so. So. Oh. No. Now usually Kayla does not doesn't slow you down all that much, Jesse. You're no, she's still usually saying, in. what she's are you out doing there sitting like, here? Dude, when are you going to actually fly? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. When are so. you getting there, Dan? Are you going to get more flights in than both of them? You know, I uh, I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it. Oh. What? Oh. I have a, uh, our, our uh, primary investor is coming in on Thursday, and he wants to see some progress. So it's kind of an impromptu visit sprung on me a week and a half ago. So wow, so that's a no go, huh? Yeah, it's a little. It's been a pretty stressful week. It's gonna be a stressful. It's gonna be a stressful weekend. So I'll get into that. I'll talk a little bit about that when my turn comes up. Hmm. That all you got, Jesse? Yeah, that's it. A lot of us out there are starting to dabble in those which shall remain unnamed. Our friends Patrick and Leslie over at KDE Direct have taken their industry-leading standard to the UAV market. Personally, I've flown the 4014 XF 380KV brushless motor in many of my own multi-rotors, and as I expected, they just don't disappoint. Dynamically balanced bells, upper magnet retaining rings, and optimized stator design are just a few of the design aspects that make KDE a true industry leader. I suggest you head over to kdedirect.com and make it yours. How's your last I don't, two days I been? don't take a no-fly. Excellent. Yep. Nice. Got out to the field on... Oh, I can't... I think it's Saturday. It was Saturday. Got in eight flights on the TDR. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Beautiful weather this time. No wind. Still about 75 or 80, which is blowing my mind for this time of year. I hope it sticks around. And this time around, so I had talked before about the the hot motors and installing the heat sink, and that made a huge difference. It cut my temperatures down by about 40 degrees F, so I was very pleased with that. Had the new heat-resistant gear in which is also a big change because now my gear mesh doesn't change when the motor gets hot. And then what I... (laughs) What? That's funny. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, because it was getting hot, dude. Like, you could could boil water on this shit. So now the next thing to do was to bump up the head speed. I had gotten some information from those who are in the know you could say like one of the tdr and contronic team pilots uh, oliver jellen who said oh yeah you can go to 2400 on that thing man so i'm like oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) 
bumped it up to about 2250 man it really comes alive at those higher head speeds it makes a huge difference in such a a lightweight airframe and uh what i what i decided to do from there actually was to do some testing between the rail 716s and the sab 720 speed blades that you get stock with the goblin speed and I need to go back and do a little bit more testing to really make sure that I can stand behind this observation. But what I found interesting was on the few flights that I did the swap outs, the rails actually ran fairly consistently 15 to 20 amps higher for the same run than the actual uh, SAB speed blades did. Which, if you think about it for a second, the rails are 35 grams lighter per blade. So the initial impression is, well, wait a minute, it's lighter. So why is the load higher? Well, it, I think it's all about the tip geometry. Because the rails don't have as aggressive of a sweep back as the SABs. And the tip cord length is a lot wider. I think probably by about a centimeter, I'm going to say. So pretty pretty substantial on, on even 700 millimeter blades. So I, I want to go back and do a little bit more testing back and forth to try to get even more consistent data. But if that's true, then what that tells me is that in addition to being able to test batteries with the data that you get off of the ESC, the Cosmic and Speed Runs, you can also get a fairly good feel for efficiency due to blade design. And that that's pretty telling. I, I had some interesting conversations with some people when I posted that up on Facebook. Uh, I got a couple of more blade types that I want to try. The X713s, of course, are still not at my house because World of Heli hasn't gotten them in from the manufacturer yet. But uh, my, my Bavarian Demon team manager Danny Melnick offered to send me his set to play around with for some testing and then I think I may try the Dominic Hagel uh, the DH711s uh, which are also fairly well-known speed blades that the minicopter guys fly and just you know kind of play around and see what makes sense there Hmm, that is pretty you're you're starting to uh scare me as my daddy would say pick the fly shit out of the pepper well, it's, you know, you might say that, and yet 20 amps at 40 volts, dude, that's 800 watts. No, I'm... For I, tip yeah, geometry, that's a, that's a I, big freaking deal. For the record, I'm promoting it. Like, I think it's awesome, because it's... This is, like, factual data that you can see, and not this whole, uh, which I'll bring up a little bit later, but not, like, off it and it feels like oh this. yeah it dude. feels like this like, it feels great oh yeah it feels like uh, it's got yeah this. i'm over the emotional feeling or response to shit I, I i'm with you completely it's data driven and that's that's really why i think more and more i love the speed thing because i can let it all hang out and there aren't a lot of people doing it which means there's not a lot of data out there which also means there's a good opportunity to get data out there that brings me to, let's see, in only a couple of days, obviously not a lot has gone on in terms of flying beyond that, Dan, but I did get my eight flights in there. So before I move on, I'm up at 309 flights, 
feeling fairly, fairly good about that. I know I'm nowhere close to you guys, but while I will certainly be sporting the scrotum trophy, I still feel <laughs> like I will have a respectable number by the end of this year. So well, 350, 350. <laughs> no, I, I was trying for 400, dude. Oh. No, you said five. Yeah, I know. I, year, I was trying to make a five. joke, but you're right. At the beginning of the year, my goal was 500. Dan said eight, right? I can't remember. I'd have to go listen, but I, you I, didn't say. I don't feel like you said you could get a thousand like Jesse. No, I'm Jesse not. was going to shoot for a thousand. I Dan, was gonna I think, was eight. like seven or eight. I think Dan and me were the same. I eight. think you're right, Nick. I think you both mm-hmm. said, "Yeah, I'll take uh, yeah, that challenge, so. seven or eight hundred, whichever yeah. one it was." We hmm. could switch it up, and the person who could get the trophy would be the farthest from their what they said they thought they could get. Ooh, that puts some pressure on. We can't switch it. That actually changes things. It changes dude. it. You can't change a bet in the middle of a. No, I know it'd just be fun. I mean, he's getting it regardless. <laughs> but we, I don't know. Well, here's man. the thing: like, I'm so on board with it now that I, from my perspective, I'm owning that trophy. Well, <laughs> and you're gonna you're gonna love. In it. fact, he, yeah, he's looking around shopping. He would for be it. a little disappointed if he didn't get it at this. Yeah, point. you know what? I'm all right. Even if we did, I suppose, because I, I would only have to get over 500, and I think I'll be able to get that. Why would you only have no. to get over 500? No, it's whoever's the farthest from their projected goal. Right, and if Justin's goal is 500, and my goal is 800, for me to be 200 away or 300 away. Oh yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying, but you're you're farther. Yeah, I would lose in this situation if we were. See, to the difference is, guys, you you guys are missing the part that I've talked about for the last year, which is as the temperature decreases, my flight oh, count geez. increases. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So Justin, I just want to throw that out there. We, well, I hate to break this to you. We didn't miss it. We just don't really listen to you, Dan. <laughs> I'm just going to tell you this. If I break my 500 mark, regardless of whether I win the trophy, mm-hmm. the next fun fly we will we are at, we are going to videotape me rubbing the, the scrotum trophy on your chin. You think so? <laughs> yes. You know, there's always that one yeah, that... spot where it just goes too far. I don't think there's anything about that oh, we that haven't went got, we too can, far. We can continue. No. We, uh, yeah, I'm just getting started, man. <laughs> I'm all about that. Jesse, what happened to the compass? Like, I feel like you're bystanding. Like, you oh, lost he loves it, dude. Oh, he was all He's about a senior in week, college. Man. He was all about it last week. Yeah. He was giggling like a little schoolgirl. All... I feel like it's a cheerleader more than a compass now. He's like egging us. It's a cheer. Yeah. Is that, a, is that all you got? He, he, said, he said, you know how in the movies, and this is not racist, I swear to God, if anyone takes this racist, I'll be mad at you, but it is be very Be prepared true. to edit, Dan. Yeah. Be prepared. He's that, he's that man of color in the background when something happens that's like, ooh, damn. Because <laughs> there's, there's always that guy, and I feel like that's what he's gone to. He used to be the guy to break up the fight, you know, like yeah. oh, oh, yeah, it's yeah. just oh, okay. so, it's such go a home, task. Go home. Well, now there's it's just like, so many. Oh shit, damn, Jesse. That's actually that's actually a good role because my I I'm the guy that stands there in the group of people and just starts doing the 
slow clap and nobody joins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. So, you know, it is what it is. Uh, so, Justin, is that all you got? No, dude, I'm not done. Oh, my God. I've got more to talk about. Hey, look at, look at, I've yeah, been going a for a few here? minutes. <laughs> I am on a schedule. Well, we're approaching right, so, the, we are approaching the news section. There's no news, so just let them roll with right. just let them. <laughs> <laughs> We talked about batteries again last week, and I challenged the listeners to get me some information and uh, basically step up and show me that people are sufficiently interested to justify start starting to put together sort of a a database. We'll call it the RCHN database for lack of a better description of objective battery performance. Not saying it's the first time it's ever been done. Like I said before, they've got some stuff at RC groups, but I'm always willing to to challenge myself to do something better or to, or to one up what's already out there. So we got our first person. Thank you, Mark Curtis. One of our listeners has sent me an email with a load of useful data on average and max IR of four or five different cells. He's got pulse. He's got spider. He's got glaciers, all six S he's got his temperatures measured to the 10th of a degree Celsius. Very useful stuff. And I posted on my Facebook wall today. Here's another update. The brand X packs, the pulse five thousands this weekend when I was flying them, I noticed after the second or third flight on the TDR that they started to get a lot more difficult to pull out of the TDR airframe. Well, they're starting to puff. <laughs> 82 cycles on these never been over discharged. And in fact, they've never been discharged beyond about 3.8 volts per cell. Just speed flow. Hmm. And I'm now starting to get some pretty significant puffing on the bottom side of the pack. You know how most of these packs have like the metal plates along the side, guys? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. and the metal plates actually do pretty well to prevent obvious puffing. It keeps stuff in. Well, those metal plates are now starting to bend out a little bit on the bottom. And you can wow. feel the pack. It's getting squishy. It comes down warmer. The IRs are getting worse. So last calculation, we were down at around 30C, 29C. So I'm starting to see that drop off that I talked about seeing on the OptiPower review. Well, what ensued was like a 90 post thread on the Facebook wall about various batteries and what ones to check. And people were pushing the RevElectrics ones. And then they put up some IR numbers that are like, equivalent to 25 to 30 C people were pushing thunder power, uh, all sorts of different, uh, mm. topics of conversation, but thunder gonna... power. <laughs> Sorry. Well, <laughs> and, and that dude, Nick, that was my response too. It's like the limited experience I have with thunder power. And what I've heard from other people suggests that they are not the brand that I want to be spending money on if I want a high performance pack, but who knows? I challenge someone who's got Thunder Power new generation packs with a dual power lab or an eye charger to do the standard test at room temperature. Tell me what your IRs are. For the record, what we're looking for here, guys, on a 5,000 milliamp hour pack 
is IRs at or below one million per cell. That's which means, okay, so the flip side to that is, which means you've got to be testing on a newer charger, um, you know, but what, 308, 4010, or the Power Labs to be able yep. to see that. No 306Bs. Yep. Um, and got to make sure, again, you guys try and leave the packs between, uh, I shoot for 72 degrees, um, for about three to four hours, if you really want to be accurate, if you want to lie to yourself and get false readings, then don't. That's okay. <laughs> um, and if you're yeah, just comparing and- from pack to pack, like your own packs, just to compare between the two and see which one is quote unquote better, then it doesn't matter what the temperature is as long as you're being fair to both packs every time. Yes, know, but uh, we want to be within a couple of degrees max of 70 degrees F. Or the equivalent in in Celsius, and, you know, and and the rule of thumb is on a five thousand pack, a six S five thousand, you are looking for an IR per cell of less than one point three if you've got a true thirty C apparent rating. Yep. Just to give you the heads up, I did have one comment. That was a that's an awesome post going on. By the way, I'm totally digging it. It's fun to hear the. Uh, you know, the the non-technical data and then to hear the technical data. And you guys, man, I uh, I missed a I missed a bad show to miss last week because I had a couple things to say. <laughs> but uh, in regards to the batteries, you know, yeah, that, I don't know. I'm not going to gig off on it. It's not my turn. Yeah, your turn's come and gone, man. Yeah. Come and gone. I'll I'll drag that fucker out like you would. Uh, well, let me, okay, so I'll finish up and then you can drag it out. I have one more thing, and that is that I have received more response in the last 48 hours of this show being live about the wacky waving inflatable arm flailing tube man commercial than any other thing that we've done in the two years that I have been on this podcast. <laughs> I mean, my phone has exploded with emails and texts and stuff like that. All very positive. So thank you guys. I'm glad you liked it. Huh? That uh, That's going to go in the archives as one of the yeah. best commercials ever. <laughs> and I, so, you know what? To dispel some myths. I did not have a hard time doing it without cracking a smile. Kyle, Kyle Cashwell texts me and he's like, dude, you had to do like a bunch of takes of that. How did you do that without laughing? It's like, because no one was there to egg me on. It was just me in front of the computer. And then I had a couple of people saying that I, I must've been drunk or drinking, <laughs> or I, I, I was sipping the hot apple pie or all <laughs> sorts of different comments. It was completely 100% sober, and it was done on the first take. All right, Nick. No, I'll let Dan continue. Are you sure? Yeah, no, I'll... I'll, I'll. It'll probably pass, and it's really not that important anyway. (laughs) You know, there aren't many companies that can honestly say they offer a complete spectrum of helis from beginner all the way to expert. Well, Blade Helicopters can not only make that claim, but they can most certainly back it up. 
Whether you're looking for your first collective pitch heli, like maybe the 200 SRX with self-leveling safe technology, or you're ready to step up and play with the big boys and get the 700X Pro Series, you'll be sure to find a blade heli that will fit your skill level and budget. From little kids to big kids, Blade's got something for you. So fly on over to www.bladehelis.com for more information. I did fly this weekend. At yes. Like, violently or delicately? Uh, delicately. I don't know. A little bit of both. I uh, went to the field, um, took the nitro, took the goblin, flew them all, actually. And I uh, wasn't having a lot of luck with the Nitro. It was just not tuned very well, and I frankly didn't want to spend a lot of time with it. So I fired up the electrics and um, got a bunch of flights in. I got to tell you, I'm pretty um, pretty confident. Unlike Jesse, my confidence is very high that I will be able to talk Ed into selling me a 7HV. Really? Nice. Ah. Ready to go, right? Ready to go. Ready awesome. To go. He's a, I don't know, man. He, he's, he, he happily crashed his plank on the weekend, which was fun to see. And uh, I don't know. He's flying. He's got a couple planes. That's all he's doing. Doesn't that suck? We lost one to the plankers, guys. I don't know what to do about that. He says. It happens. He says. He'll uh, back. Yeah, he'll come around. He's well, like Nick with flybarless systems. Nah, it's an old people thing, dude. <laughs> 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 it's like when dinosaurs go out to pasture and when, well, you know, the, the old Indian men go out for the walk out in the woods. It's the <laughs> natural transition of life. It's well, the circle of life. He's um, he's just, his confidence is shaken. Of course, he had five crashes at the beginning of the year. All of them were pretty pretty severe crashes, yeah. too. So, you know, he's uh, he said, I just, I, I just, uh, you know, every time I have myself thinking that I can kind of do this, something like that happens. Well, you know, he said, uh, you know, next spring, maybe, I don't know. We'll see. But I think he's still planning on coming to events because he's you know, all about the social side of things. But um, he's not going to bring his plane. Yeah, that's what he's going to say. Is he going to fly plane? <laughs> like, I, I don't want to see that. He brought his helis, but he didn't fly those either, so. Well, but at least he's got something to put up on the bench. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. he, he wants to socialize. So, uh, no, we we hung out pretty much all day. It was beautiful, man. Oh my gosh, what a what a beautiful late early late summer early fall weather we've been having. Uh, it's supposed to be ninety one degrees tomorrow. Seriously, even wow. even despite the. Because last week you said 20 degrees at night. We just those we had three nights in a row where it was 20 degrees. We just had a cold snap, and it went away. I mean, huh. we, got, we got a lot of snow. Ken got snow. I, I didn't get any snow here. Everything above a certain elevation got a ton of snow. Uh, I think the mountains are still getting snow, um, but the valleys aren't, and it's getting it's probably all melting away because it's getting pretty hot. But uh haven't been doing any flying at work. I haven't really had the opportunity to uh either not even multi-rotors no not even multi-rotors that's got to come to a complete screeching halt tomorrow though and that's kind of kind of what's going on we got um you know we spent quite a bit of money in the last two weeks on cnc stuff and uh the guy who's writing the checks wants to see why (laughs) so 
He's throwing uh, a surprise visit this weekend. He's going to be here Thursday night in uh, kind of a last-minute thing. Kind of puts a cramp in my any plans that I have. It, it, it may not, and that uh, the thing of it is, it may not happen. It, it, his schedule is such that um, he might get called off somewhere else. So, uh, yeah, I just don't. I, I literally won't know to the last minute. And if that mean that probably means Thursday. Well, I know for sure if I can go to go out to the fun fly. So, other than that, you know, just kind of chilling out. I um, I've been. Um, haven't had a chance to do much heli wise. We got uh, we got long days. I literally walked in tonight, twenty minutes before we started recording, and it's just been uh, kind of a crazy few weeks. But um, looking forward to getting either that seven HV probably here in the next week. Uh, if that doesn't happen, we're going to be looking at the Evo. Uh, put those uh, expert servos in there. See what that's all about. Mm-hmm. Of course, the I won't have to do that if I get the seven uh, HV. That's already got MKS servos, Justin. I'd be happy about that. Yes. <laughs> well played, Ed. Uh, you know, yeah, definitely not uh, up for trying out all kinds of different fly barless systems, Nick. Thanks. So, for, you know, for all your hard work yeah. there. <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey you know what someone's got to do it that's right someone has to do it i'm I'm, jumping on the grenade for you dan i appreciate that that's good to hear and then you know uh i'll wait here's what i'll do you'll come up with a decision of the setup that you like and then i'll wait and if six months later you still like it then maybe i'll go with something like that. you better put one on every heli you own then (laughs) (laughs) i don't know man so the, the goblin I almost crashed it this weekend. I, you know, maybe you guys can help me with something here. I, the, the, with the Castle ESC and um, the, the opinion that I have on there, which I believe is an 18 tooth, running at 2200, every time I land, that thing's giving me beeps. It's like telling me that I'm doing something wrong. Somebody told me it was because I don't have a big enough pinion in there and I'm, I'm getting too close to the, to the limit, the, the headroom, I think they call it, right? Am I thinking right there? I'm on the right Wait track. Minute. What is beeping at you? The ESC, the Castle ESC. Hmm. It's going. It's giving me like uh, one beep and then two beeps, two quick beeps. What's that mean? I've what I found when I looked on the forums or on the web page was that I'm exceeding uh, the headroom, the limit. I'm getting too close to it. It's like uh, going past ninety percent or something like that. We'd have to look it, it up, I guess. Uh, the really? edge will beep of if the... you do that. Uh, well, that's freaking annoying. This is not. Uh, the well, edge. I can this... say with confidence that I have not just exceeded, but I have blasphemed. This or is the talent. Just completely annihilated oh, the, the head. Talent. Yeah. <laughs> Justin's like, well, I'm a shit. I nail that every time. Somebody <laughs> told me I was talking to somebody about it. They told me not to worry about it, but it's just damn annoying every time you land a helicopter. That's weird, dude. Damn, yeah, I've, I've never not, heard I'm of that. I'm not quite uh, sure what the beeps are. Can you actually do it? No. No. Okay. Oh, you were. Yeah, I'm, I was. That, I really think I, that would you, help, Jesse. I no. think that would help <laughs> if they were to because I attempt to reproduce the beeps. I don't want to misinterpret your I, description. I, I you see know? what you're doing here, Jesse. I'm. I'm not going to feed the trolls. That well, it'd probably just help everyone reach a solution a lot faster, but you <laughs> well, know, that, that's your choice. I can tell you this. It's a beep with a pause and then two beeps back to back, and it just repeats. 
a beat yeah, with still a pause. Not getting it. Yeah, you are. I really need to just. <laughs> and then two beeps. Yeah. So I've been dealing hmm. with that. I, one thing I think I need to do with that helicopter is uh, get a new pinion and crank. I've been talking about doing this for a while. I should probably just do it. Get a new. I actually tried to find one at one of the fun flyers we were going to. But I think, Ken, he didn't have one. I want to push that head speed up a little bit on that 500. 2,400? 2,500? Three grand. Three grand. 20, 28, <laughs> easily at least 28. Okay, so if it's a, all right, if it's a beep, 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 like that, one quick beep and two long beeps? Excessive load. Yeah, that's actually what it is doing. Yeah, yeah. ESC detected very high current spikes. Causes may include damaged wiring leading to in or around the motor or use of too large a motor for the controller. What motor are you running on this thing? Uh, KDE. Uh, XF. 700X. No, the 500. <laughs> 500XF, I believe. So... What I would probably do, I'm wondering where your current sensitivity. You got to set it to insensitive on helis. Yeah. Make sure that, or it's else it'll it always flip out. Oh. Yeah, yeah, because it's probably set at the default. Sure, which was just, which I think is like it's sensitive, n- right? normal. It's normal. normal, normal. Yeah, I would just go in and set that. That's probably all that it is. I'll give that a shot. Give that a shot. I actually was having fun with that little helicopter. I almost put it in. Damn close to putting it in. You've never... Have you put that one in yet? I've never crashed that one yet. Oh, shit. You said it. Dude. You should have lied to me. (laughs) (laughs) I was uh, simulating an inverted auto. Of course, I wasn't actually autoing, but I was coming in like I was, you know, just to kind of get a feel for it coming in that way. And um, I got a little turned around about three feet off the ground. (laughs) And I actually... (laughs) I got it flipped. I got it flipped over, but I had to dig. <laughs> dig, dig. And my buddy was flying with me. He goes, uh, uh, collective management much? <laughs> I'm like, dude, I did. I had to grab every bit of the 22 degrees that I put in my shit to yeah. get that thing out of that, out of that hole. I bet you when it came, uh, it came within an inch and a half of the ground at a pretty the, high rate it, speed. And the KDE was like, damn. <laughs> no, the KDE was like, and then, I got this. And then it beeped this. at the end. It all makes <laughs> yeah. sense. Well, no, but it, it. It, it beeps, it beeps no matter what. The castle was like, damn. <laughs> the castle about blew up. It beeps no matter what I do, to be honest with you. If I try, well, no, it doesn't beep if I just simply hover. But if I try to do anything, it, it will Yeah, beep. you're. that's what it is. I bet you. Yeah. So, but no, it was fun. I mean, I had a good time. I... It, didn't get as many flights as I would have liked to because there there was it was kind of a social event. There were a lot of guys that I hadn't seen, the, the plankers that were there, so we'd sat around and did a lot of bullshit. But as of the end of the weekend, I'm at four hundred and twenty one. That helps. Nice. Nice. There we yeah. go. So um watching uh, I watched a lot of planes go in. That's always fun. Right? Oh, and uh, I- can never get that never gets old <laughs> i got to sit around and listen to the old plankers bitch and moan about everybody else in the club you know oh that, that's fun that's always fun 
Yeah, it's very uplifting. Yeah, I got to yeah, hear all about why we didn't have our club fun fly, and, and the reason we didn't have it is because everybody hates everybody, and and uh, nobody wants. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. At least they realize that. And check this out. So, what I, club politics? This is just a quick tangent. Last year, they put in a fourteen-foot small. Co- I, don't, I don't know. It's like some black conveyor type material. You guys have seen the material runways, right? Mm-hmm. And it's just it's just small. It's, I don't know, 260 feet by 14. It's not designed for the big planes. But apparently there's a new rule in the club. Because somebody did a prop strike. Uh, we can't land on the runway anymore. What? <laughs> no, no, there's no landing on the runway anymore. You can take off, but you can't land on it. What? Oh, dude. <laughs> that's, how, that's how messed up my local what? club. Wait a minute. Oh, exactly. That's awesome. I'm telling you, dude. Seriously. <laughs> That's the whole point. Of- I don't even know what the hell to say to that. Yeah. Neither <laughs> neither do we. The, the four Most or five of that of crap us. you can hand launch. I mean, to, but give them a nice place to land. There's nothing better than a nice place to land. Yeah, well, you know. they. I can take off leaning sideways up this, that, but I mean, ah. That was funny because Ed had a new plane that he hadn't flown yet, and he was all nervous about it. And I'm like, dude, give me that control. I'll fly the shit out of that thing. You wouldn't let me fly it. Crash it. One day. One day. My my life, making it a life goal. It's a bucket list item. To just put it. Dri- just drive. Freaking drive a plank in like a fence post. Just from like a thousand I mean, feet, just straight. A thousand feet. I want three <laughs> miles an hour less than what it takes to rip the wings off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. You want to have to I, dig to pull the motor out of the ground. Absolutely. I want it to be so spectacular. The scientists, or, or the, what are they called? The seismographs? Yes, the, the the scientists up at Mount Baker get excited and think we're about ready to, to have an explosion. That's how hard I want to drive that thing. Yeah, the earthquake guys up at the university are thinking Yellowstone's caving in. That's absolutely <laughs> No, <it's, laughs> I don't know. It's, it's interesting. I, I really wish that I could spend a little more time there. Uh, it's uh it's it's just it's it's fun when i'm there by myself or with ed but inevitably one of the other assholes show up so we just don't bother so that uh that about wraps it up i gotta get uh gotta get a new heli man i'm feeling the itch i've been with the pretty much uh, what Dan feeling TDR. an itch at Dan all? Dan has an itch. What are you? I guys... wondered if you were capable of itching. What are you guys talking about? You talk about me like I'm dead. What do you mean? Oh, dude, he's always talking about getting new helis. He just never follows through with it. <sighs> it's because when it comes right down to it, it's like, eh, do I really want that heli? I can't. I, I, dude, I got wrapped up into the impulse heli buying first year in the hobby. Ridiculous. Yeah, but you gotta, you have to compromise an impulse with something everything i've got is flying good dude i am not i know but i mean forgot try a different brand of blades just to mix it up what are you talking about i fly three different brands of blades when was the last time you bought something tried something different just because june too far too far look i don't I don't like trying new I need, just I need because. weeks. I need you to count this in weeks. <laughs> uh, actually, you do. look, 
It's, I, it's liberating, Dan. I don't like to try shit new just for new because I I don't want to dick around with getting it to fly good. I just want to be able to go and fly when I can fly. I ain't got no time for that. Well, I ain't got no time to fuck around with this shit. <laughs> I got time to fuck around with a new with a new. It's so funny control. how different we are. We all are as you know, as as pilots. I just couldn't. I mean, oh my god, I, dude. peanut butter jelly, peanut butter jelly, the, peanut butter jelly. There oh. was a time you say that, and then you just went and bought two E seven hundreds. Yeah, but okay, that's just the airframes. I believe me, I'm making up for it with uh, everything else. Look, dude, there was a time when I had the time to do that. I was constantly buying new shit, trying it out. I just don't have that luxury anymore. That's all there is to it. Well, I'll do it for you. That sounds good. But then I'm I'll... not against buying new shit to try it out. It's just that I don't think... I'm generally as interested in trying that kind of stuff as you are, Nick. Especially yeah. flybarless controllers. I and I'm a glutton for flybarless controllers. Oh man, am I uh, just a total glutton? New for motor, it. new batteries. New I think servos. Justin is Justin is a is a glutton for helicopters. I'll tell you what I'll do, Nick. Just for you. Yeah, that's fair. I I'm the flybarless unit. Uh, servos, I could, uh, <laughs> no offense, bird or any, any of those, I could kind of give two shits less about servos. Oh, well, then I guess I won't do this just for you then. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean. I was going to just say, gonna... look, I'll just, how about this? I just got a new set of servos. How about if I put them in my rush? Just for you. Nah. That, that's, that doesn't count? Too much, that's, see, that's too much work for not enough reward. Like, and I don't mean necessarily positive reward. It can cock it all up, and that's fine. That's a reward, too, because at least I experienced something. Now that I've owned two full sets of BK high-voltage coilless servos, I can honestly say that these are the best full-size cyclic servos I have owned to date. These things are crazy fast, with a speed of 0.049 seconds per 60 degrees and plenty strong with a torque rating of 295 inch ounces. Oh, and to top all this off, they're only 99 bucks a piece. So whether you're looking to replace an old set of worn out servos or outfitting that brand new heli, be sure to head over to bkservo.com. I don't know. It's like, oh, it's it's exactly, you know what? Perfect example. Here is the opportunity to bring it up. Justin, someone had mentioned in that battery thread about me uh, doing the OptiPower sponsorship deal. Yeah. You know, and, and oh, is this related? It's not related. And I will tell you 100% why. Uh, I took that sponsorship deal. Absolutely nothing on data. I'm not, I'll flat out tell you, I am not interested in peak C performance, this, that, nothing. They work flight after flight for my flying style and perform the way that I expect batteries to perform for what I need and have been consistent and reliable. I'm not going for max C rating. I mean, obviously, I know how to do all the calcs, and I do the calcs because I'm curious, but it's not 
I mean, it's not anything to do with the reasons why the results ended up like for Justin. It has absolutely nothing to do with that. Because batteries are something that I don't, I don't have an interest in playing with. I'd like none at all. I have no interest in play. I want to find one brand that's consistent, reliable. I never have to worry about. I want it just to be like putting gas in the gas tank over and over again. I want the same stuff out of the pump to work the same every single time for as many flights as possible. That's what I want, and that's why I chose OptiPower. Well, let and me play. Let me pay, play devil's advocate then. Mm-hmm. So you did that with Gen Zace, and it turned out that you didn't like them anymore. Why? Why would you take that opportunity to do it with another manufacturer? Well, because with with Gen Zace, it wasn't it wasn't because I had a desire to go to anything else. I had absolutely no intention to fly anything else. But all of a sudden. That gas in the gas tank wasn't the same gas that it was that I was buying a year ago. And it's like, hey, w- w- wait a minute, what's going on? I'm buying the same thing, but I'm getting different results. But aren't yeah, you feels like my... someone's pissing in my gas tank? That's absolutely yeah. correct. That's not something that I wanted to change. All I wanted was the same thing that I signed up for and bought, and I wasn't getting that. And, and yeah, some people are like that, like you, Dan, with the flybarless system. You don't want that. You want it to fly every time you plug it in. You want it to fly exactly like it flew the last time, and it better be good every time you fly it, and you're not interested in messing around with it. Batteries are one aspect of the hobby that Nick is not interested in playing with, and for me and what I personally found, that was the best fit. That's 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 my explanation. Yeah, and I think it's all a matter of perspective. I but think like, part of the reason why Dan doesn't feel the need to mess with flybarless systems uh, alongside a lot of other people is not just because to mess with flybarless systems you have to put the time in to learn all the tuning and look for all the stuff. Mm-hmm. But, you know, quite frankly, 90% of the people out there probably aren't flying at a level that justifies the need to mess with it. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I I go back to that point every single time. And, you know, Nick, when you and I talk, we'll talk for hours about different stuff on flybarless systems. And you'll be like, dude, the the so and so unit is way better than this other one. And I'll be like, all right, dude, stop for a second. Way better. Quantify it. Well, well, this one, there's no bobble when I do like a reverse super awesome Cuban Hero, gigantor, <laughs> crazy yeah. thing, and I'll be like, "Well, that's great, dude, but I can't do that, and most people, most other people can't do that." So you got to put it into perspective. And on batteries, I-, I think it's it's pretty much the same thing. I mean, we know how you fly, and you fly hard. No, you're not a pro, but you can hold your own. And the fact that you can say, "Yeah." 30 32 C whatever as long as I'm getting consistent stuff I've never gotten to a point where I feel like I'm pushing the limits of my pack exactly that's yep. it, that's it, it. it is it all depends on the person at the end of the day me I am I am destined to bounce around with packs and even after having found opti powers and how good they are right now on the speed thing there's a difference between 3 C here and there on 3D, oh, yeah. it doesn't make a damn bit of difference. And that, see, that is, I am so glad that this got brought back up because that is a perfect explanation on 
the whole term better? And is it worth it? You know, all those guys were asking, well, is the extra, you know, because they were just saying, well, the pulses are, you know, pulses were 30 bucks cheaper or something like that, a pack. I don't, I don't know that exactly, but it's somewhere around there. Is it better? Is it worth it to spend the extra $30 and get the 50C OptiPowers? Well, um, I, I, I'm i not going to say that it is better. And, the, and that's, I mean, I love the damn packs. And I'm not going to say that it is better because it depends on what you need. If you're driving your helis in and you're, you know, you're in that learning stage where you're piling them in and you're piling them in still like a pro, then... <laughs> I'm not going to tell packs. you that the OptiPower 50C pack is the pack for you. I'm not going to tell you that because it's not. I would go with something because you're going to talk with it before you're going to wear it out, and you're never going to get close to the capabilities of the C rating on it. So, no, that's not the better. I mean, that's that's not the right decision for that instance. What Justin picks is going to be for a completely different reason than what I would pick for because we have different needs and different wants. And, uh, it, the same goes with any component. Uh, I think that it's fun to play, but if you're going to play, you need to make other things, other aspects of the helicopter consistent. Well, I'm going to take that one step further. I'm going to say you need to make all aspects of your helicopter consistent. Let me, let me, let me, when you're learning. Oh, absolutely. When did you stop learning? Have you stopped learning? No, but I've, I know what I'm getting into and I enjoy, this is a whole other aspect on top of flying. Although I have, I have tweaked myself into a corner of misery (laughs) (laughs) as well of going all in with something and then finding one, one glitch that maybe I didn't catch in the beginning that drove me nuts. So that's why I'm being a little bit smarter about it. And like we had talked about, like the Contronic thing, uh, you know, that's way against my normal nature. It's perfect out of the box. Justin's like, hell yeah, I don't, it's good, good. I don't want to screw with it. Well, my nature is I want to, but I know I shouldn't. So run one of those on a consistent heli, play with others. You know, I don't know. I think, um, Something Justin said kind of rubbed me the wrong way, and I don't think he meant it to, but I want to kind of talk about it for just a second. You know, I think um, from my perspective, uh, it's got very little to do with overall flying skill. It's got more to do with with being happy with what you have, and you know, it's and it's on top of that, it's not worrying about tuning. Because when you have a unit, first of all, if you're not comfortable getting into the inner workings and tweaking this, that, and the other, it's real tough to do if you're switching around from unit to unit Mm -hmm. to unit. Unless you're looking to do that, obviously, and Nick is in this situation. So, you know, keeping with a consistent, you know, (laughs) Duncan flies a Beast X. Oh, dude. You know? Yeah, buddy. Uh, there's a guy who doesn't like to tune how about that yeah (laughs) are we sure it's the same beast x that we all can buy (laughs) you know what though you know his dad 
uh, only until just very, very, very recently. His dad does all his building. Really? So there is a perfect... Oh, he flies Beast X because it's the best. Or, you know, he thinks it, it works for him. You think so? I'm going to counter that. Now, I, I do really think it works for him. He flies absolutely incredible, and he makes that Beast X sing like almost no one can make a Beast X sing. You know, but there's... Uh, it, it's just something, you know, and obviously he decided that what he wanted to put his time into was flying and getting better rather than tweaking and having fun, but that's what works for him. Well, and I, I want to jump back to what you were saying, Dan, because I figured that you or someone might potentially get rubbed the wrong way. I It's not a matter of, and for the record, I include myself in that box. I'm not, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to be elitist about it. I think in general, a majority of the stuff that you hear people talk about, like Bert or, you know, one of the other pros that are talking about a fly barless system, I think you, you it, it's important to have that perspective because chances are you're not capable of pushing the heli to the point where you're going to be able to appreciate those subtle differences. Now, there's no doubt in my mind, having done a lot of fly barless testing myself, that there are differences that are very basic and easy to tell on tail performance and on cyclic feel or tunability. You know, one of the big things is the limits of tunability. We talk about that. The V-bar tends to be on the on the high side of rigid. And even Nick says he's got to go all the way down to the bottom on the the style slider to vivid. And he still doesn't feel like it's too loose, which means he could go further. That's not the same for all fly barless systems. So they, they all do have their their different flavor of flight. But what I don't want the listeners to think is that a comment that Nick makes about him as emphatically as he does about oh, dude, the V-bar, it's it. Like, it is the perfect package, except it has a separate sensor. That may be the case for Nick, but you got to understand that he's judging on such subtle things, like like Jesse said, a one-inch tail kick in a Pyro reversal or something like that, that you and I and most other people probably wouldn't even be able to see. In fact, I'd go as far as to say Jesse, who can fly better than Nick, might not even be able to see it on Nick's heli because Jesse's not flying it. Yeah, I wouldn't be and able to see it if I wasn't flying it. And it's one of those things where you can only see it if you can feel it. And so, yeah, that's that's kind of where I'm coming from. It's not meant to offend people and be like, dude, you suck too bad to be able to tell the difference. <laughs> no, I didn't that's think you That's not what I'm like trying that, to say. You know, here's... You know, we talked last week a little bit about the hobby itself and re retaining folks in the hobby. Um, you know, I here my experience with fly barless units, trying what my friends are trying and moving my way up when I felt like there was something about that fly barless unit that I didn't care for anymore. So I, I caution people and I think, I think uh, it's important to remember for any of us when, we, when we're talking about 
these units or these batteries or these servos. It's all it's all personal feel. It's uh, subjective to our personal, you know, data gathering or whatever you want to call it. So, you know, for fly barless units, when I've made a move to something else, it was generally based on the recommendation of talking to probably most likely, well, Rob first, then Nick. But I've always felt like what I've moved into was a better unit. And I was noticing issues that needed to be addressed as my skill level pr- progressed. Mm-hmm. So it's real, See, it's real easy to get caught up in, in the, in the, for, especially for a new person or someone that's learning in the latest, best, greatest, when well, you can fly it. Uh, I, you know, it's hard to outfly most, all of these components. Well, and I, th- I think Nick would agree as well. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I know we've talked about this in the past. Keeping a consistent setup, especially when you're just getting into the, getting into helicopters, that's what's going to help you progress the yeah, fastest. Oh, I mean, you do far. not. I mean, would you say, Nick, that all this messing around has hindered your progression? One hundred percent. Yeah, and so there really is so many different paths, and you know, there's so many different aspects of the hobby that it can really just depend on which path you take or you want to take or what and, you want out of the it. hobby. So which one you want, which one you want to get out of it. And I, exactly. am, you know, my, my worry is opposite of what a lot of other people's are. My worry is that how do I know that, you know, like, how do I know right now that what, what I'm flying, it feels fine. But what if I'm wasting time not flying something that's noticeably better? Yeah, I get that. You know, and, yeah. and that actually, that bothers me. That plagues me. That's probably the biggest driven factor. I'm okay with flying something lesser if I know what better feels like. Yeah, just to know that it's there. And well, like, whether better is worth it. Yeah, yeah. that's the other thing because a lot of people take this really harsh position of better in an absolute term. No, and better, it's not yeah. always absolute. You know, the V bar be may fly better. Okay, yeah. it may fly better on the tail, but it's got a separate sensor. And I'm not, I'm not making that as an actual valid argument. I'm just using it as an example. There are a lot of things that may be better. But, you know, Bavarian Demon, you've got a you got a bailout that may be better for some people than the performance that some may believe comes from going to a V bar. Yeah. Yep. The, it, it, it and it's across the board. It's not just fly barless systems. It's helis. It's blades. It's ESCs. Yeah. One of my my idea of trying something new. It's not a servo. It's not a fly barless unit. It's not a radio. It's an airframe. Yeah. I mean, that's that that intrigues me. The problem with and that I is used to. That is expensive. Yes, it <laughs> is. Know? Yeah. How many new airframes can one buy each year unless you're Justin? Then you can Well, I can tell you. <laughs> I can buy a lot, dude. I'm not done <laughs> yeah. yet. Yeah, he doesn't mess around too. Yeah, I don't always buy new airframes, but when I do, I buy the most expensive They're the freaking best. <laughs> I think that's true. I may not have as many brands under my belt as you, Dan, but I've got some pretty damn expensive yeah. ones. 
<laughs> yeah, I yeah. It's silly. It's silly. I I tried to convince myself to never do that again. Uh and I've gone through that phase and I feel I still think I'm in it. I'm happy with the airframes that I have because the first year in the hobby, uh 17 helicopters, brand new helicopters. And it was just ridiculous. It was all building. You know, within Jeez. a year and a half I had 24 new helicopters. I felt dirty in my first year having like three. And see, the problem was, is I felt like I was constantly chasing something and I wanted to get to a point and I started selling all that crap off. I mean, I had no business buying a gasser at that level. I had no business spending $1,295 on a Kasama airframe. Uh, you know, I had no business doing that. I wanted to get to a point where I had, and there, I got to tell you, the, probably the happiest point in my life as an RC heli pilot was when I had two Align 700s flying nitros. Yeah, you did, man. Yep. For a long that. time. Don't, you were you were progressing faster than I had ever heard you progress when you had those. And it was it was I had two almost identical airframes. Uh there were well, one had some upgrades. Uh, the other was pretty much stock, but they had the same motor, same pipe, same fly barless system, same servos. And I got to tell you, man, I just, I wasn't worried or did I ever think about getting a new helicopter because I was just enjoying the shit out of flying those two helicopters until I crashed them both. <laughs> that became problematic. Got one going and we know the story about the second one. That one never did get going probably still sitting in parts there in, in, in Nick's garage. <laughs> yep. But, yep. <laughs> you know, and I was reluctant to go into the electrics because I just wasn't interested. And see, now I find myself into a, another situation where uh, the nitro, I love nitro. There's just no question. I mean, if I could, that's all I would fly. But lifestyle and convenience plays such a huge role in what we can fly it's so easy for me to have a heli sitting on my bench at work, uh, you know, d taking care of what I need to take care of with some packs charging. Uh, they get charged. I, I, well, let me go out and get a flight. It's just that convenient. It, it just doesn't allow room for what aspect of the hobby that I absolutely love, and that's nitro. And I've definitely been neglecting the nitro, and it sucks. And I really want to kind of get back into that, but it's just the lifestyle. It just, I just don't see how I can make that happen uh, effectively without creating, you know, keeping nitro at work. You know, I suppose I could do that, but then, you know, I don't know. It, it's just a hassle, to be honest with you. <laughs> so electric, that's where I'm at right now. Never thought I'd say that, but it's just the way it is. Well, it fits. It does fit right now. Maybe next year it's a turbine. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh. Maybe when I retire, <laughs> I'd have a lot of time for those bad boys. So it's, you know, it's just kind of that nature of the hobby. And and, um, and that's kind of where I'm at. It's it's like, I don't, I'm not interested in, I, I just want to know that my icon's going to fly. And it does. You know, I occasionally have to go in and make a tune. I, but I know exactly where I need to go because I'm familiar with that unit and I can go in and make that swap very quickly and be on my way. So.
Wacky waving inflatable arm flailing tube man. Wacky waving inflatable arm flailing tube man. Wacky waving inflatable arm flailing tube man. Hi, I'm Justin Pucci, and despite what you may think, I'm not here to talk to you about wacky waving inflatable arm flailing tube men. What I am here to tell you is that the guys over at Rotary Wing RC are stocking up on all forms of heli goodness and passing the savings on to you. Need a fly barless system? Joe and Kyle have Bavarian Demon, Skookum, and Icon. Looking for a heli? What about Gowie or one of those Garbins? Servos? Look no further for BK Servos and MKS. And who could forget the German amazingness that is Contronic? I sure can't because I just bought three of them. So head on over to www.rotarywingrc.com and get yourself loaded up with awesome today. There's one other aspect I want to bring up to this. And that is, so going around and trying all these different units or different electronics like Nick's doing, that is also not free to do. And let's keep in mind that the the search or that hunt for the best performing combo or setup, I don't know if that's feasible for a lot of people in the hobby. So there's also that side, like um, what you mentioned as well, Nick. Is it a noticeable difference? The you know the next setup down that's potentially half or a third of the cost of your ideal best setup, but for most people, you know, is that going to fit what they're trying to get out of the hobby, and is that going to work better? For them, so I think the the cost thing can be a huge factor oh, um, that you know can sometimes get overlooked when you know we're trying all this different gear and yeah yeah it's just you know another huge consideration yeah I I knew I mean uh, let's be honest I knew two years ago that slapping a V bar and a Contronic on my stuff was gonna be awesome period end of story I knew that back then so why did I fight it not so much because I really wanted to find uh, and, and see if there was a combination out there that was comparable to that for a lot more, you know, something a lot more cost effective, not just for my own, uh, for my own desire, but for everyone else's, because mm-hmm. not everyone can afford to go do that, especially back at the, I mean, at the prices then. You were talking, you know, V-Bar and Contronics. Oh, Dude, you you are looking at nine hundred dollars. The same amount of like an air as your air frame. <laughs> yeah, well, things are a lot, you know. So then when Skookum the SK five forty came out, when the Icon came out, now you're talking about spending four hundred bucks for a fly barless system and a speed controller. And I found it, you know, very intriguing to me to see how well I could tune each one of those units to see if you could get it close or not. Yeah. Well, one th- one thing too, I think it's important to mention, and and uh, you know, Nick, your personality, my personality, it's a very synergistic relationship because we we need people in the hobby to do what you like to do, or else we'd still be flying three GXs. Yep. Yeah, but we also need people. We need friends that don't do what I do to help you know, keep us grounded and say, <laughs> you know, what the hell are you doing? Because when was the last time you worked on a maneuver? You know, don't ask me that. Because <laughs> <laughs> I I would like to get, you know, that's still in me somewhere. I just need to find it again. So everyone has their place. Yeah. And all's well with the world. <laughs> Kumbaya, yeah, almost love, good, and happiness talk and stuff. 
and stuff. Except those freaking multi-rotors. Do we have any news? For Christ's no. sake. Seriously, we don't no. have any news? None at all? No. None. You guys are totally messing with my program today. I've got news. Oh, should should we actually, is it enough to actually You should have said a, something an hour ago. Yeah, dude. What's up with that? Well, hey, dude, I'm I'm just I'm rolling. Oh, with it's it. all it's. I'm having fun. It's you all can cut paste. I mean, you're nah. completely screwed at this point, <laughs> oh, Dan. Yeah. So I figured, what the hell? Well, I've just got one piece of news. It's yeah. nothing major. Do you want to you want to do the intro, or are we just no, going to talk about I, it? I don't really think it. Uh, I, I I just. In fact, you're probably going to cut the news out completely, aren't you? <laughs> it depends. So on I'm, not really, I'm not. I'm really not even going to say it. Depends if it's SAB news, then yeah, probably. It's not SAB news. <laughs> right. It's it it's speed related though. Uh, so you probably don't care about that, do well, you? Well, there's a lot of things you talk about that I don't care about. I have semi news. <laughs> we'll go ahead. No. Oh, Dude. <laughs> I'm only right. kidding. What do you got? Okay, so our friend Rob Bingham from the UK recently sent me a couple of screenshots of a magazine article from rcjetinternational.com and actually a link to the website for this is a review of this new product in the magazine but the product's what I want to talk about it's called it's from a company called Powerbox Systems and apparently they're really big into like uh jet telemetry RC jets and stuff like that they have the new Powerbox GPS2 module and what's particularly interesting about this module for those of you who don't follow the whole gps scene the typical gps sensors that we put on our helis uh, both for uh, positioning like what you do on multi-rotors dan as well as for speed measurement Mm -hmm. they are what you would consider to be a standard commercial grade gps okay uh in inherent in that that standard GPS approach is a lot of error when you're trying to calculate speeds. Okay. Sometimes as much as plus or minus 10 or 15% of the actual measured value. This GPS two is a next generation sensor that actually uses what's called Doppler GPS specifically meant to calculate speeds much more accurately. Uh, It has a special helical antenna so that you can get reception on multiple satellites under even the worst case conditions. Um, And the nice thing is that it's literally only about an inch long, and it doesn't require a telemetry home base, kind of like, you know, the Eagle Tree. You need the little Eagle Tree Mm e-logger, and then you can stick however many sensors you want on that e-logger. This little guy, you actually can plug it in with a servo lead, to a Futaba Fastest, a Gropner Hot, the Jetty EX and M-Link, and the JRDMSS telemetry systems. And it will automatically read that telemetry back to your favorite radio brand. Huh. Hmm. So this is, I mean, this is pretty damn big. I'm trying to figure out how the hell I'm going to get one. Because buying one basically means that I have to commit myself to getting a new radio. And I'm still not quite there with all the other stuff I've been buying lately. But for those who are interested, <laughs> give <it a> week. <laughs> yeah, give it a week or two. If yeah. I slid my credit card any faster, it would melt. He's <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, the only man I know is going to buy it. It's paid for by selling 
other stuff, other <laughs> heli stuff. He runs this, a heat, all of heat it, sink 100%. on his MasterCard. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got a J cooler. Oh, for your cosmic? Nah, for my Visa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 60 millimeter fan with a heat sink. They, they don't even they don't even bother sending him the emails anymore. There's this purchase uh is yeah. this you? They don't even bother. Yeah, exactly. So wait a minute, you spent nine grand to a weird name in Germany? Yep, perfectly. Yeah, yeah that that was me. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> they don't even bother. Yeah. There's a there's, there's a note at the computer that, where they work, where his credit credit card company. Don't bother calling him. It's it's, yeah. it's, it's so bad. It's legit. <laughs> anyway. If you're interested in the GPS 2, especially if you're doing speed or that kind of thing, and you've got uh, a, a radio system that already has telemetry enabled, check this out. We'll have a link in the show notes. Price is 94 and a half euros or over here in America, we can get it for about 80. I want to say it's like 88 or 89 dollars at a couple of different locations. So you piqued my interest, but it's got nothing to do with the speed aspect of this GPS unit. Okay. But it's got everything to do with its holding ability. Mm-hmm. Is there a is there a plus or minus degree of accuracy? Well, there isn't because the holding actually is part of the controller that uses the GPS telemetry as an input. And so what this is going to be able to do is give you a better accuracy of location and then it's all it all comes down to your basically your motor your motor and position controller dan how closely it can it can hold to that but this this one little tiny unit weighs 14 grams it's like literally 2 inches long <laughs> by a half inch wide on either side and it does three dimensional speed altitude distance distance covered and the actual geo coordinates Wow. Wow. No additional devices are required. Nerdgasm. Yep. <laughs> and it operates high voltage from four to nine volts. Okay. Yeah. Check yeah. it out, dude. <laughs> yeah, he says, with that upward inflection. And yeah. it's update capable, hey. Dan. Yeah. <laughs> See? Give me a minute. I need a minute. Hold on. Okay. I've finally gotten around to bringing my charging setup into the world of current technology, and wow, what can I say? From the powerful and feature-rich Dual Power Lab 8 charger, to Progressive's unique and infinitely adaptable modular parallel balance board systems, I now feel like I can charge my entire fleet of packs from just two ports and a few charge leads. So why mess around with that old and busted charger or its accessories? Follow my lead. Head over to ProgressiveRC.com and have a look at the multitude of chargers, power supplies, accessories, turnkey charging systems, and even batteries. If you're not sure what to buy or have a question about how to design your custom system, then go ahead and give the PRC team a call at 443-BATTERY and they'll get you squared away in no time. Thank you, Justin. Call the PRC team at 443-228-8379. ProgressiveRC.com, bringing charging power to a heli near you. Hey, 
So, uh, Nick, you said you had some news, huh? I well, slightly kind of news. Yeah. I wanted to. You guys had kind of talked about it in the news a little bit, but I have had more than a couple of people ask me if we are going to do some sort of discussion or personal experience on three-bladed heads. Not interested. Uh, I don't do change. Really? I didn't expect I don't that. Do really? <laughs> I don't do change very well. Surprise! Wow, didn't see that one coming, yeah. Dan. <laughs> I figured that Justin... Justin, are you going to get the SAB three-blade head? Oh, I will. Yes. Just for the speed? Yes. Just for, for the, the time being. I mean, yeah, we'll see how it goes on the speed, and if I like it, I may actually stick it on the 770, but... Now, Jesse, you're not uh, interested in three-bladed heads either, are you? I'm really not interested, because remember, we brought up the whole, now nah, I got to replace three blades instead right. of two thing. Yeah, that just doesn't... That doesn't Chief fit. college student. That doesn't fit my, like, my yeah. hobby, basically. You know, remember... I've yeah. yet to see a, anybody sell three blades at a time. Mm-hmm. Uh, SAB's going to do it. Helix Gunna? is doing it now as well. Oh, they are doing it now. Yeah. 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 When and you more buy than one likely. of the SAB so like, three blade heads, it comes with a set of three blades. So that's like $450 for three blades? Now <laughs> uh, that I don't know. That could be completely legit. <laughs> I think I might Aren't those blades on 149 this. a pop? Uh, one th- dude, that would suck, Dan. Yeah, See, think about yeah, that. for me, I'm not in on the whole 3D three blade head because when it comes to 3D, I still crash it, and that would stink. a lot. Uh, I'm with you on that, <laughs> Jesse. And you know what else? Let's let's talk about this for a second. Not only are you crashing and destroying a third expensive blade because you know you know just like on two blades, the blades mm-hmm. are always the first thing to go. But now you got more mass on the head. Oh, yeah. All right. With more inertia, which means shit bends and breaks and snaps. And now you got a third blade that can whip around and chop the nose off your canopy. Exactly. Hold on here. How much are your 770 blades? Well, if I could buy them anymore, (laughs) they were 180. For the for the edge seven fifty threes, or one hundred and sixty five, or something like that. But the new SAB seven seventies, I think, are one one sixty, one seventy. Okay, that's not too bad. A yeah. set of six ninety five. You want to ask how much my speed blades are? No, we don't uh, care about speed. No. It doesn't matter because you don't have them. Oh, but it's like but half I of paid the other stuff. That, yeah, yeah. Two hundred and fifty <laughs> bucks for two X seven thirteen. Speaking of shit that you're gonna pay for and never get, are you gonna order the TDS? Oh, yeah, I, th- I think <laughs> I I haven't put my name on the list yet, but I got official pricing this week. They're like, well, as official as I understand it to be, at least they're like fourteen hundred and three thousand euros. For the TDR2 and the TDS, respectively, which is like two thousand and thirty-eight fifty U.S. dollars. <laughs> Swipe it. That's right. <laughs> Fire up the J cooler. Pop and lock. No, I, I think okay. So back to the the three bladed head thing. They're two twenty <clears throat> for for a set of three Helix six ninety fives. 
So oh, is that a dude? So is that a discount from like if yes. you bought? So that that was so that's what I was just gonna go into. Potentially, I could just start six. buying three packs and get discounted <laughs> discounts on blades. That's seventy three you know. bucks per blade, dude. <laughs> that's what? a killer deal. That's you should be just buy two that's packs now. It's gotta be right. And that, $440, and you get three and sets of two blades. You, it's almost like getting a free blade, maybe. They're one, they're <laughs> normally, they're 135 for no, now, now, Nick, you, you've got this news in front of you. I, I'm, I'm not seeing it, so I don't have the details, but are those blades a different profile than the standard two blades? That I do, I do not know. Because, for example, on a couple of the three-blade speed setups, you don't actually take three of the two-bladed speed blades and stick them on a three-blade head. They are they're three blades, but they have a different span-wise distribution of cord length. So typically, I, they have a, a smaller cord at the root than a standard two-blade These blade look blade. like... These... They... they they look like, and nothing in the advertising would indicate they're anything other than three blades. All right, give me the prices again. So, what's a normal set? One thirty-five. Okay, and what's this three blade set? Two twenty. So they increase the price per blade for it to sell them in packs of three. I'm not getting it. Oh yeah, you're right. One thirty-five is sixty-seven wow. fifty a blade, and to buy them you're as right. a three-pack at seventy-three bucks a blade. What the? You heck? know what you're you're paying, Jesse? You're paying six bucks for or eight packaging. bucks extra a blade for extra packaging, and the fact that now they got to balance three of them. That's correct. That's true. Yep. Well, there goes my theory. I'm not saving any money there. Don't like it. <laughs> don't like it. I don't. I. <laughs> I'm not going to say that I think it would be a permanent thing, but... Think it's a fad? It's... It smells It's got me intrigued enough to where... I ordered one. Depending on the... Now, so like the... This... The three-bladed head for the Raptor, like Justin had mentioned, is going to be almost like a conversion. It uses Thunder Tiger grips, arms, the whole deal. And it's not a Thunder Tiger product. It's a Nick Maxwell product. It's just compatible with a lot of that. So depending on the price of that, uh, I haven't got any information yet. I haven't been able to see one apart to see how it's repaired as far as, you know, are they bolts that go into the hub? Are they, you know, how it's actually constructed? Uh, you know, the, are you, the SAB version, Nick, has three separate they're basically like mini spindles mm-hmm. that are held into the head with, I want to say, two sets of two big set screws on either side of each head grip, if yeah, that makes see, sense. Like, so, like, that's... it's a spindle, and then the portion that slides inside the head has, like, a flat on it, kind of like a motor shaft for a pinion. Yeah. And then you tighten down set screws into that flat such that under the centrifugal load, while it's spinning, it's pulling against those set screws. Yeah. I, I just, I don't know. I I feel like if they get it, you know, maybe if they set up a package deal, kind of like SAB is, where you get the head and, you know, a set of blades all in one, I, I feel like I might give it a shot once just to say that I did. I don't think it's going to be 
something that I'm going to want to do all the time. But I just, I think it would be cool to try it. I mean, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'll blaze the trail for you, Dan. <laughs> yeah, that. that well, I, I want to know 3D. I know, I mean. That's going to be I a long time for me. A long, that's gonna long time for me. That's way, that's too newfangled and gadgety. Yeah, no. Dude. Yeah, sure. You're, you're not telling me anything. I don't already know. <laughs> oh, so uh, is that it for Jesse? You got any uh, news tidbits you want to share with us? Uh, no news. No news. Hmm. Well, maybe we should wrap it up. You guys got you want to you got anything yeah. else you want to uh, continue on about? Add to the news or add to the show? I add to the show. Whatever, whatever you want. It's it's kind of a it's like it's like open line Friday today. It's, it's kind of yeah. It's, it's, this week's well, news was brought to you by uh, Heli dot com <laughs> because we don't really have. I mean, it was just all over the place. Yeah. Well, I mean, can we give some away? Oh, Jesse's feeling generous tonight. We we better it, do something. It's we just made him listen to us ramble for like a couple hours. No, no structure to this show. It's just <laughs> just kind of happening. Yeah, if, if, you're still listening you could win something now <laughs> if you're still listening <laughs> yeah <laughs> if you're still listening your chances are real good <laughs> yeah. all right jesse what do you have in mind man what do you got in mind? what do you think well if if i'm not mistaken i i think we have an icon to give away don't we guys we do absolutely in celebration of the, of them working on a new <laughs> firmware right now i think it's awesome i say we do it <laughs> i say we do let's let's give a Let's give it a timing. Wow. It's a celebrational giveaway, apparently. Sounds good. Let's celebrate. All right, let's celebrate. So, you know, we got this. What's that? Oh, the the fancy background music. (laughs) No, keep going. Come on. Oh, my God. We got the the fancy button on our website. out with the cool in the game. Oh, my God. Jesse's trying to talk, you guys. Holy shit. I'm I'm just, I'm not breaking it up. This is good. This is good entertainment. (laughs) You like this? (laughs) <laughs> so we got the the winner winner chicken dinner button you know nick i dare you uh, start say, singing it's raining men no come on push it push the button push the button winner winner chicken dinner is that what you're on about that's what i'm going on about because right, we got a we got this magical button that throws all the citizens of the nation into one giant hat and pulls one out awesome all right winner winner chicken dinner it looks like citizen number Two hundred and twenty-nine. Ding ding Lee ding ding. ding. Trevarthen, Trevarthen, something like that. You know. Uh, well, we butcher names here. That's what we do. We two twenty-nine. That's all that matters. Two hundred twenty-nine. Citizen number two hundred and twenty-nine. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Got yourself an icon. Awesome. Right. So, yeah. Jesse, do you have We're, that, or does Nick have that? Who has that? Nick has that. All right. So send Nick I an email. That. Give me your. Give me your info. Your, your, Send uh, me your digits, an email. as it were. Your uh, my digits, yo. <laughs> and he have will, your people call my people, and you'll do lunch, and then yeah, they'll hand over a, and the transaction, yeah, the, the tra- goods. If trans- I remember, transaction will happen. <laughs> then they will report back to you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you remember, Nick, you want to tell them about that one? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, well. Now, if you want to give them the real version, send me an email. I'll probably get it. I'll probably forget about it. And then you'll send me two or three more, and then we'll make it happen. Here's a surefire <laughs> way. Here's a surefire way to make it happen. 
send an email to Ken and tell Ken, hey, Ken, I won the fly bar list unit. I'm citizen number, what was it? 229. 229. And then Ken will repeatedly <laughs> email Nick. the Nick. shit out of Nick. Yeah, you will have that icon so fast. And you won't ever yeah. have to deal with it. Because it will happen. Uh, there will be three, probably four contacts a day until action is taken. <laughs> and then your icon will be in the mail. Actually, just send Nick an email. I'm sure he'll get it sent out to you. Yeah, I'll, I'll send it to you. <laughs> oh, okay, let's see. Well, yeah, I think uh, maybe we should wrap this one up. Maybe we should do some uh, emails. Huh? What do you think? No, no. I have one more thing. Oh, my God. Well, come on, dude. What do you got? What do you got? We we, we got to talk about the announcement that came out about the Orlando Heli blowout recently. You guys saw this, right? The the flyer yeah. on their their Facebook page, which goes over all the different sponsors that they've got, all the different cool stuff that's going on. Do you you know what I'm talking about? I saw Dan? the flyer, but I didn't. Did I see our name on it? He doesn't have no time for that. I saw it. <laughs> Is there a new one? Let me take. No, one. actually, you know what? That's a good point. That's a good point. Our name isn't on it. We'll yeah. we'll talk to call that, Burton. That's Carey why I was wondering if you were fixed. you were referring hmm. to a new one. I thought maybe there was a. a okay, new yeah, one. with a correction. All right. Well, that aside. Uh, what what they did announce was a list of all the premier sponsors, the premium sponsors. There's a whole load of them there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, this is going to be, again, I mean, we've never seen an event like this. I think it's kind of going to be like a, a mini jamboree. People keep telling me, no, it's not like the jamboree. It's not like Urcha, but uh, I got a feeling it's going to pr- it's going to come pretty damn close in terms of size and, and, and craziness. But here's what's more important about it. They're doing a pre-registration, okay? So you can go to rcflightdeck.com or you can go to facebook.com slash Orlando Blowout and there's a link there over on the left side to click called registration. And if you pre-register, it's 35 bucks. It's the same price if you if you don't pre-register when you go to the field. But if you do pre-register, you get a free ticket And then what they're going to be doing is every 50 pilots that have pre-registered, they're going to add a prize to an exclusive like raffle bucket that only includes the pre-registered pilots. So at 50 pilots pre-registered, they're putting in a VX1E Spartan system. At 100, it's a set of three of the BK DS7001 servos that Jesse just did a review on. At 150, it's the new BK8001 brushless servos. And then once they get above 200, they'll have additional stuff. And what's going to happen then is when you hit each of those milestones, if you pre-registered, your name goes in a bucket, and at the event, they will draw random names for the number of prizes that they that they have available so you got an opportunity to to actually win some really cool stuff before you've even gone to the event sweet and on top of that okay there's more 
I have it on good authority because I had a phone call with Bert and Carrie today just to talk, talk some business, make sure we're uh, we're all on the same page with uh, the blowout and RCHN's involvement. There is a nightfly competition. You guys know about that. So and that's not just for the pros. That's for anyone who wants to to try their hand. Nick, I think you should give it a go, dude. And their prize table, over $20,000. I'll give that prize table a go. In merchandise, guys. I'm going to be hovering over that prize table. grand. That's a lot of money. That's serious Are we eligible to win? Are we? we, uh, I I sure as hell hope so. I am or I'm not going. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. Well. Bert, tell us, man. If we're not eligible, we're gonna have to talk. I uh, I wouldn't win anything anyway. So. Well, you're gonna, yeah, dude. You you know what you're gonna win? Hmm. Two feet of fuel tubing and a neck strap. No, I'm not even looking. And I, a mouse I pad. Might and a it. line neck strap. I might. I might win a gas powered thoughts koozie. Might. Chances are no. Dude, I use the crap out of my guess. That's <laughs> Goosey's. Hey, Dan, you I know what I can things. offer you? What you got? What you got? What, what, what? I can offer you an RC Heli Nation t-shirt. I've got one already. What about a hat? I got one of those, too. What about a G-string? <laughs> got a lot of those. <laughs> did, about- Nick, did you just say you got a lot of those? <laughs> 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 what about a clean hat? I got one of those, that, too. No. What about a clean Blasphemy. G-string? <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. Are you giving me crap because my white hat got dirty? Seriously? Yeah. What? I washed mine. Oh. I found I'm afraid to wash mine. I Every time nope. I wash a hat, I run it. Yep. I nope. did. Hey, I got a new hat. Didn't I, Jesse? You did. See? So shut up, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Done. Bazang, that just happened. All right, well, is that all you got? Can I can I close this bad boy out? I think so. Do it. All righty, maybe we should do some emails then. Uh, let's see. How about, uh, how about you, Justin? Why don't you go first this time? Oh, wow, yeah. Well, really? we're doing everything different. Is August. this for real? <laughs> Everything's different this week. So if you wanted to get in contact with me, Dan, you could send me an email at Justin at RCHellyNation.com or catch me on Facebook. How about Jesse next? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You could send me an email at Jesse at RCHellyNation.com or also on Facebook. There's more. There's more. Yeah. Don't rush it. I totally interrupted you, dude. Sorry about that. I walked all over you is what they call that. Uh, No, but yeah. Yeah. about you, Nick? Well, if you wanted to get a hold of me, you would send me an email at nick at rchellynation.com. I'm Dan. You can reach me at dan at rchellynation.com. Catch me on Facebook, Dan K. Reed on the forums. If you have a citizen card question, you can address that to ken at rchellynation.com. Uh, cut out the middleman. Talk directly to the dude handling it. He's doing a fantastic job. Cards going out almost immediately. So he's the guy to answer those questions. Be sure to check out Facebook. It continues to just keep growing. That's awesome. Thank you for your support on Facebook. Uh, website, if you want to chat with some folks, other heli folks that are uh, looking to 
to stay up all night and discuss the finer points of which is better, multi-rotor or helicopter. You can be sure to catch that conversation nightly. <laughs> also to our forum, eh, you know, we got plans. Let's just say that. Yeah. We're not you sure. Just, we're not sure. But. Hey, don't slight our forum. <laughs> it, well, is We've know, got a cult following. We do, and it's, you know, it's 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 not a bad forum, but... Uh, I commend them for putting up with exactly. it. Exactly. Yes. Yep. Very patient. That's it. But just... just Give us some... Little, long, little more patience. Yep. We got some ideas. Gonna... And the next step for world domination will happen. <laughs> Our plan is almost complete. Then it'll happen. Alrighty, guys. Well, this has been episode 155. We sure hope you enjoyed listening to this episode as much as we've enjoyed making it. Have a good week, guys. We'll see you next Monday. Catch you later. Later, guys. Take it easy. This has been a production of RC Heli Nation LLC and is brought to you by KDE Direct, SoCo Heli Tools, Progressive RC, Blade Helicopters, BK Servos, Revelectrics USA, and Rotary Wing RC. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, please feel free to send us an email.